Um, and we're going to deal with what God wants us to deal with tonight. Um, when Jesus died on the cross, right before he died, he shouted out, this is Luke 19.30, it is finished. Remember that? He said, it is finished. Now, in Greek, that's tetelestai, which means it is finished, in the sense of a contract. Um, we see that word thousands and thousands of times in old Greek documents. The last page of a contract, it says, it's finished. The contract is completed. It's done. Paid in full is how we would say it these days. That's what Jesus shouted out at the cross at the end. In other words, the new covenant that I made, it's completed now. It's done. It's ratified, stamped, paid in full. And part of that covenant included healing for us, physical healing as well as mental and emotional healing. Isaiah 53, 4, surely he has taken our griefs and carried our sorrows. That's Jesus on the cross. He took our griefs and he carried our sorrows. And we all have these things. We all have griefs. We all have sorrows. Um, sometimes in your life they might be more obvious than at other times. I know I've grown, gone through some times where I had a lot of grieving, um, a lot of sorrow. Uh, back when I was in college, I, I really wanted, I've shared some of this before, but I really wanted a romantic relationship, and I didn't have one. And the devil was lying to me about, about a lot of identity issues and things that I was going through, and kind of convinced me that that was never going to happen for me. I wasn't in the cards. I wasn't lovable in that way. And I remember crying myself to sleep at night, literally, because my heart hurt so much. I was grieving. I had sorrow. It says in the Bible that a desire deferred makes the heart sick. In other words, when you have something that you can't do, you're not able to do, you're not allowed to do whatever, you have a strong desire that you're not able to do, it makes the heart sick. It makes you sick. And if you're sick, you need healing. And so we need the healer to come and heal us. And that's what happened to me. And I prayed and I asked God. And over, over time, he took that pain away. And he healed me. And he wants to do that for a lot of you guys tonight, maybe even all of you. He also gave me the best wife ever. It'll be 17 years in May that, yeah. that we've been married. Um, and so God is faithful. But at that time, I, so I, I've experienced that kind of grief and that kind of sorrow, and maybe some of you have too. Um, it might be about that. It might be about something else. Maybe you're, not, you're just not where you are in your life right now. This isn't where you want to be. It's not where you thought you'd be at this age or whatever it is. Whatever grief, whatever sorrow you have, maybe there's a wound. Maybe there's something that happened. Whatever it is that's on your heart, that's on the inside, God wants to heal that. Psalm 147.3, he heals the brokenhearted, and he binds up their wounds. That's what he does. He heals the brokenhearted. First Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxieties on him, for he cares for you. Now notice here, it doesn't say Jesus will come steal your anxiety because he cares for you. It says cast your anxieties on him. And so you have to act. You have to choose in your will, I am going to give up this anxiety. I'm going to give up this grief. I'm going to give up this sorrow. I'm going to give up this pain. I'm going to give this whatever it is over to God. I'm going to choose to do that, to give it to God. And in return, he gives you his peace, he gives you his joy, he cares for you, he gives you his healing. It can be hard. I think that God meets you where you're at. In my experience, if you're willing to move an inch, God's willing to run a mile towards you. Sometimes it only takes enough faith 
the size of a mustard seed. Sometimes just when you're really, really hurting, it's hard to give it up for whatever weird reason our brains are messed up in such a way that sometimes we like to be sad. Sometimes we like to be messed up. Sometimes we like to have that sorrow. Somehow it becomes a part of our identity, makes us feel better. I don't know what it is, but it's sick. It's messed up. And it's not what God wants for us. Right? He doesn't want that. He wants peace. He wants us to have joy. And sometimes when it's real bad, I think just saying help or just saying Jesus, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved, the Bible says. And that doesn't just mean saved in the sense of eternal salvation. Sometimes we need to be saved now out of our situation. From ourselves, sometimes we need to be saved. Um, and again, Jesus said, Luke 4.18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. So there that is again, to preach deliverance to the captives. Some of us sometimes feel like we're held captive by a situation or by something, something evil or whatever it is. And God wants to bring us deliverance. That's why he came. And to set at liberty them that are bruised. I thought that was interesting. To set at liberty them that are bruised. Maybe some of you feel a little bruised. Like the world's been beating you up a little bit. Maybe you've been taking most of the punches and you've been doing all right. But you're just a little bit bruised up. Maybe that job you've wanted keeps not coming. It's just getting kind of frustrated. And you're getting a little bruised. Jesus says, come to me all who are weary and heavy with burdens, and I will give you rest. That's his promise to us. So how do we do this, is the question. Jesus promises us this healing. It's part of what he did on the cross. And he said it was paid in full, okay? He said, paid in full, it's finished. That healing is theirs. He's taken our griefs, and he's borne our sorrows. And, but how do we get it? How do we get it from heaven to us? If Jesus won it for us, he paid for it, how do we get it? Well, here's the answer in most cases. James five sixteen. Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person accomplishes much. Confess your faults to one another. Pray for one another that you will be healed. So it's very simple. Sometimes it's business we have to deal with God. And that's important for us to do. To do any business with God we need to do. But we're not going to I don't think most of the time we're not going to be totally healed until we do this. Because God has set things up in such a way that we need each other. We need the body of Christ. That's why we're a body. You know, Paul talks about if the arm is cut off and thrown over there, it doesn't do anybody any good. Not good for the arm, not good for the body. We need each other. We need one another. And, and James says, confess your faults, your issues, to each other and pray for each other and you'll be healed. It's super simple. You share it with other people. You pray for each other, and you're healed. That is what happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that's, that's the road to healing, especially internal stuff. And so we're going to do this now. So first of all, I want you to break up in the groups of like four. No more than four. We won't have time to do it. Three is fine. Two is okay. There's just one person. And we're going to share some stuff. It's a safe place. You don't have to share any more than you, you don't want to. Okay, so don't freak out. But let's, let's move. Let's partner up. Grab a person or two people or even three. 
you might have to move physically in order to do that, or twist your chairs. Five is right out. So let's move, and then I'm going to give you some instruction. So twist chairs, do whatever you want to, to get a couple people. Sometimes it's nice to do it with people you know well. Sometimes it's nice to do this with strangers. I, I've gotten a lot of great stuff from God by sharing openly with strangers. There's a certain kind of freedom in that, actually. All right. Are we, are we moved? I'm going to roam around. Well, you can grab Levi. So, God's really doing something tonight. I think this is what God wants to do. Jacob's word that he shared earlier is exactly about this. Other people are coming to me and saying, this is what God's been talking to me about this week. This is what he just said. So, God has some healing for you tonight. He has some breakthrough for you tonight. So this is what I want, want us to do. Very simple. One person start. You share some stuff. Other people pray for him. You go on to the next person. Very simple. This is a safe place so you can share as much or as little as you want. I'm struggling with this. This happened to me and it hurt. And I'm not really over it. I'm having trouble forgiving this person. I've got this terrible relationship and it's really bothering me. What, whatever spectrum of stuff, I have this sin issue I can't get over. Whatever it is, feel free to share. And it's a safe place if you don't want to share a ton, that's okay. Whatever you share, people in your group are going to respect that. They're not going to yell at you. This is not theology time. Okay? Every, everybody listen to that. This is not theology time. This is not argument time. This is let people share and pray for them time. Cool? You good about that? That's a safe place issue. And if you want what you say to be held in confidence between your group and them never to tell anybody, just tell them that. And they'll respect it, right? Okay? So just say, I'm going to share something with you now that I don't want to get out. And then go ahead. Okay? And they'll agree to that. Because this is a safe place. Now, share whatever you want, but I encourage you that the more vulnerable you are about sharing your pain and sharing your issues, the more God can heal. It's simple math. If you share 5% of your problem, the most you can expect is 5% of healing. Right? James says... Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So let's, let's get into it a little bit. Let's share some stuff, some areas that we need healing or encouragement or whatever it is, and then we're going to pray for each other. And this is... Yes, I would agree with that. Let's, let's leave sexual things out of it for tonight because um, most of the groups are mixed. If it's an all-guys or all-girls group, that would be fine. But other, other than that, let's leave that one alone just because people find it disturbing. Um, all right, cool. This is what we're doing tonight. This is what God wanted to do, so this is what we're going to do. Sometimes the Lord gives the word to me or Paul. Tonight it was Addison, and that's part of what it means to be the body of Christ, is sometimes other people get the instruction of what we're going to do tonight. 
So let's share. Let's pray. Could you put some music on lightly in the background so it's 